And here we go. Hey kids, welcome to episode 44 of Piercing the Veil with me, Robin Pierce. Me, Tiff. Me, Steve. And a whole lot of things that we need to be discussing. Now then. Now then, now then. No, we're not going to no. go all Jimmy Savile. No, we no, will no, get no, arrested. No. No. Oh, no. is that Jimmy yeah. Savile? Yeah, that's Jimmy Savile, yeah. yeah. Now then, now then. <laughs> oh, I'm really sorry. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just quoting what you do sometimes. Oh, look at the view from under the bus. Thank you, Tiff. <laughs> You're very welcome, sir. Oh. <laughs> Anyhow, I need somebody to throw under the bus now, so I'm going to go with Steve. <laughs> now then, th I, <laughs> I did not mean to say that. <laughs> okay, <you>? so, <laughs> now then, <laughs> it had to come out. Um, <laughs> in two days, <laughs> we are... Two minutes yeah. into the programme, we've already lost Tiff. I think I'm going to move for a drink. Yeah, we're cutting you off. J2O. Oh, J2O. So J2 <laughs> In two days' time, it's a momentous occasion. For Stephen will be celebrating his Turning old. 30th birthday. No, I'm okay. The big... Three I'm okay, thank you. Zero. I'll pass. I'll pass, alright, <laughs> thanks. Look, mate, if I've had to face being 60, you can face being 30, okay? Never mind the fact that, well, in a couple of years, you will be exactly half my age. No, thank wow. you. <laughs> in a couple of years? That, yeah, because I'll be 62 yeah. and you'll be 31. That's oh, half. Right, okay. Thirty-one yeah. or thirty-one. I know. Sixty-two. Sixty-two. Um, and we thought we'd dedicate a little bit of time to to you know Steve's hits and misses. Oh yeah. We had thought of been many Tiff, misses. How can you see through those glasses? Because they're new. Mm. And they're about as see-through as Spider-Man's eyepieces. So the so they're clear then. Oh my god! Hold on, Spider Man can see out of his eye. I can see out my glasses. Oh, thank you, sir. Cleaning class. So anyhow, <laughs> so some of Steve's greatest hits. Now then, what's wrong with it? You come up with. Oh, a... I see it. It's a lot of fingerprints. <coughs> yeah, it's like you. You. I push him up with my finger. Oh, you do that in the middle part. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Now then, Stephen, name me one of your greatest hits. At a very young age. At a very young age. I was born at a very young age. I invented a braking system for skateboarding. Ah, yes. Let's ah. counter that. Steve's idea of skateboarding was to sit on a skateboard on the very gentle incline of our driveway. The braking system was actually tangling up a rope in the axle. I think, to be fair, I looked pretty rad. Yeah, I, d I do better skateboarding than you. <laughs> you wish. This is true. She does. <laughs> you wish. Compared to you, Tiff is Tony Hawk. <laughs> if Tony Hawk had absolutely no coordination. I have coordination. 
on a skateboard? Yeah. When did you last go on a skateboard? Which wasn't digital. Because <laughs> I, remember, I remember being in a meeting when I used to work in Cardiff. And oh, when I used me. to work, those the days. And, no, they were wrong. They really weren't. <laughs> she phoned me up during this meeting. Dad, can I, I buy a custom-made skateboard? Very important. And I said, yeah. I don't think the skateboard really saw the light of day after that. Maybe At least I phoned to ask, even though it was my own money. Yeah, then you oh, phoned yeah. me. Why would you phone him? To chat while she chat, waited. Yeah. Oh. oh, yeah, I had to wait. I had to yeah. wait a long time. Before. I know, and I was working. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, okay, you've got that. Now, I will counter with a not-so-great hit. Okay. Steve went online. Wait, was that a great hit? He thinks it was. <laughs> <laughs> so it's golden. Wow. So. Okay. Steve. That's not strong. Followed me down the route of trying to pick up prop replicas and ordered himself what he thought was a really cheap bargain of the infinity gauntlet <gasps> that oh. Thanos uses to click half of everything out of existence. It arrived in a suspiciously flat package. Stephen opened it in front of all of us, and basically what he had was a marigold washing-up glove with some coloured stones stuck to it that smelled to high heaven of gold spray paint and superglue. It looked like something that Elton John would wear to do his dishes. To be fair... There's no to be fair in this. I, when I got the package, although it was flat, I thought possibly it might be some assembly required. <laughs> to be fair. Wow. So that's a strength. Wow. Okay, Tiff, have you got one? No, no you don't. I do, I do. Okay. The very young age of when, you know, you'd have rainy days and, you know, the long times of summer holidays, Stephen would sometimes have to look after me and he'd bring board games out. <laughs> These board games include things like Battleships, Battleship, Jurassic, Jurassic Park, Park yeah. Goosebumps. Very fun games. It wasn't until a few were. years ago that I found out that Stephen would distract me by telling me to look outside the window because something passed and cheated. Cheated. Okay. T-Rexes need to take realistic footsteps. So do humans. Battleships so do humans. move in real time. So why didn't my battleships move then? Well, yours are broken. Wow. That's a strength. A flaw. A flaw. All right. One of your strengths, Stephen. How can't my strengths say Stephen like flaws? <laughs> I have a great sense of direction. Stephen gets us lost in the Arndale oh, Centre oh, in that Manchester. Was my next one. Um, by leading us along and saying, My, my logic, logic dictates. And he, he, he has no sense of direction. What happens is the Arndale Centre is a complete circle. No, it isn't. He brings us back to where we started from. And here is a further illustration in the not-so-great column of Stephen's sense of direction. 
we were staying at a hotel oh, in yeah. Florida on International Drive in Orlando. And one evening, Steve says, I'm going to get everybody some candy and I'm going to go to the shop that's in the lobby. Okay, fine. It was not our finest hour because we allowed our eldest child to, to go wandering down the lobby, but what could possibly go wrong? About 20 minutes later, we still hadn't seen Steve. So Tiff asks if she can go and look for him. At this point in her young life, I was nine. Tiff was nine and a half. Wow, really not a great yeah. moment for you either, is it? I don't know who's worse, you or Stephen. <laughs> and said, I'll go look for him. And I thought, what the hell? We've already lost one. <laughs> Let the other one go. And she was gone for about 10 minutes. Then Maria and I started to think, how do we get back into our country with, without our kids? Will anybody notice? Maybe they will. But then there came a little knock at the door and there both kids were. And Tiffany says, found him. I said, where was he? He was on the top floor. I said, uh, okay, so basically he got lost in an elevator shaft. Yeah. What made you look for him on the top floor? <laughs> well, I just thought of the most stupid place he could be. And there he was. <laughs> That's a quote. Uh, Your next one, Tiff? Oh! Me and Stephen, were going, we went abroad for our first time without parents. <laughs> Turkey, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. We went on a boat ride. I convinced Steve... Oh, wait, wait. It was a bit... The boat was a bit questionable. questionable. Yeah. Oh, to wasn't, say the least. Wasn't the greatest in shape. Okay. Come on, there were broken were... wooden panels. Wait. The were they letting wave... water in? The waves were a bit choppy in some areas. All areas. And Stephen was, was he showing signs of seasickness. I was going green. <laughs> yeah, Steve hasn't got sea legs, has he? No. And I convinced him that Jaws was going to eat him up. <laughs> <laughs> and at that point, I was about 13. I was green. You you have always been the evil child, Tiff. Right. Would you like to counter with a good point? Unfortunately... Oh! I once made fantastic gingerbread. My main memory of gingerbread is the gingerbread house that Tiff and Sean made. That I'm. That I'm, was I'm, a great hit. I am sure. I mean, it was stuck together with molten ha, marshmallow. Beat you! I got mine stuck on the ceiling. And I'm sure to this day that that is why I'm diabetic. No, it's not. Stop being dramatic. I'm sure it is. I beat Stop you. I got mine stuck on the ceiling. I don't want to get mine stuck on the ceiling. Okay. I, mine to stick I will together. counter with another one of your culinary screw-ups 
Steve decided he was going to make nacho cheese and he was you were going to fry jalapeno peppers no, for some reason. No, no, yeah. no, what was that's, it? no. What was it? I couldn't find jalapeno peppers. So what did you fry? I poured the entire jar into a saucepan. And fried them? Oh yeah, with vinegar. Yeah. What happens when you upend oh. a whole bottle of jalapenos Put some chili powder on it. into a frying pan and add chili powder and salt is very interesting what, what happens he basically made tear gas oh. we had to actually evacuate the house it's quite nice we switched everything off and we had to stand around on the driveway because we couldn't go into the house because we were all streaming tears. <laughs> it was like a raid. Even the dog, who was at that point Tess, was out with us. And even she was crying. Oh, was it Tess? I think it was Tess. Yeah. It can't have been, because I wasn't yeah. here. You were either with one of your friends. Yes, uh, I think or... you might have been out with one of your friends from yeah. school. Oh. Yeah. Right, to, one on. more from you. Hold on, to be fair on that. There I, is no to be yes. fair, you blinded me temporarily. <laughs> I did get the recipe from Scooby-Doo. <sighs> because that makes it okay. Well, that makes it okay, let's blame Scooby-Doo. <laughs> roo, roo, raggy! It's how they cooked it in the show, so... Your whole life is a cartoon, isn't it? <laughs> it pretty much is. Right, Tiff, one more from you. Um... Oh, come on, there are so many to choose from. I can't think of one. I'm drawing a blank. Because there aren't any. Because there aren't any. Oh, there's many. How about your complete and utter failure to ride a bike until I pointed out to you that your little kid sister would do it before you? Yep, nailed it. Learnt in an afternoon. Yep, nailed it. (laughs) But... In being cocky and having ridden with me to town, we were <laughs> riding up to the marina. And you decided, because I was leading, you decided to overtake me. You overtook me first. I did not. Yes, you did. And in gloating, you looked <coughs> over your shoulder at me to trash talk. <laughs> yeah. Then you lost your balance, and you ended up using your chin for brakes. At least I flew. Oh, how about that time he painted himself purple at school? At school! And nobody knew about it. This was in the primary primary school. school. Probably before me, but I've heard the story and it's funny. Yeah, I was a school governor at the time, and we had a meeting that night. Nothing to do with you. (laughs) <laughs> but um, your teacher came up to me and said, uh, Robin, yeah, did Steve tell you what he did today? <laughs> no. And you know you get that feeling in the pit of your stomach of, <laughs> oh, no, how no. bad can this be? <laughs> and she was smirking. And I said, no, um, what did he do? Well, he painted his face purple. 
with you know that, that poster paint that they have yeah. that every school seems to smell yeah. of. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and when we saw what he'd done, we 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 said we we cleaned him up. We said, well, what? Why? Why have you done this? And he looked at us as if it was the most sensible thing in the world and said, I'm an alien. I gave a fair point, so that's a strength. Good grief. We could actually dedicate a whole show to this, but I, I, I think it's gone on long enough. So, Monday, August 30th. <laughs> you actually turned 30 on the 30th. Yeah. You've just worked that out. <laughs> it'll be a happy birthday to Steve, and it'll be a congratulations to me for having been a parent for 30 years and not screwing it up too badly, because neither one of you has been arrested yet. I like how you put yet. Come on. What? You're supposed to say thank you. Why would I say thank you? Because... He, oh yes, he wanted a Human Being of the the Year award when he when he was doing some um, work experience with me on the internet team, and my boss at that point said, "Do you mean humanitarian?" No, no human he be- means Human Being of the Year. That's how he sees himself. <laughs> so happy birthday, Steve! Are you looking forward to the day? Yeah, your big present is a PS5. Don't ruin the surprise. The surprise of the person who reserved it. <laughs> yeah. we can still and who had to pick it up. Then I took it from him. <laughs> and don't forget, he also had to pay for it and then we all gave him money back for it. Yeah. So still a surprise. Surprise! Okay. <laughs> well, he, he's You've got to open it with a shocked face, okay? He's insisted that it be wrapped up. Yeah. Fair. With a big bow on it. I don't think... There's no bow. Oh, is there no bow? Budget didn't go to a no. big bow. Oh, yeah. I, well, to the be only fair, big bow the PS5 got, was quite pricey. She, she can, he can open it with a big bow. Bow can sit on because it. Because bow can sit on it. <laughs> but you know, when I open it, though, I'm not expecting it to be a bit overcast and just want God like to come in and touch oh, the box. Oh, he told me it's on the car journey home. Now, the following day... Manchester, England, baby. We're back at Manchester. Now, Manchester is something... Manchester Day is something that we've been doing since your first birthday. Yeah. The day after my first, wasn't it? Yeah. And it's... There wasn't much money. And rather than go on holiday, what we did was save up our pennies and have a shop till we dropped day in Manchester. And it's been a tradition ever since. Steve reminded me the other day when you turned 13. Yeah. I I wondered out loud to him, actually. I mentioned it. I wonder how many of these we've we've got left because you kids are, you know, growing up. Mm. And here we are, 30 and 25, and we are still doing Manchester Day. We'll still be going to Pizza Hut for a buffet. 
will still be stopping Can for burgers. Can we have a buffet? Are they still doing a buffet? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but yes. is it like they serve your food know. for you? Because I've had Tuesday. this conversation with Stephen, and I'm not too sure about how to explain to somebody they want a bit of pizza, but fill that plate up to a pile of pasta. Like, are they going to be... Like, well, that's stingy what you tell with them. their yeah. pasta. No, they won't. Like, I no. hope they don't be stingy with their pasta. You know the rules have actually changed since we went to Pizza Hut. So now, and that was Welsh rules anyway. So I've now, not been to Pizza Hut since yeah, but, COVID. But now they, they can do that now. I went once, and those were the rules back yeah, then. Yeah, but they, they can do that now. Remember now? this. You know what's Buffet. daunting to me? What? This is the first time I've been to Manchester since you and I and your mum and Steve went on the 29th of February, 2020. 2019. No, 2020, yeah. Yeah, just after I turned 60. That was last year. Oh, yeah, 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 I'm with you now, yeah. And it was a leap year, hence the February 29th. I get it. Okay. I haven't even been to England since then. Oh, I've been to Warrington last Saturday. In fact, this is my longest drive since that one. My, the furthest I've gone from home is actually Llandidno itself, not Llandidno Junction for the for Cineworld. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's it feels like a bit of a trek, you know. A long journey. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it because. When I used to work in Llandidno Junction, in the office there, it kind of ruined Manchester Day in a way, because I had to drive more or less halfway there mm. every day to go to work. Yeah. When I was on the internet team prior to that for 12 years, I used to travel all up and down Wales, and it was just another long journey, but in a different direction. Yeah. So now it's like, God, I haven't driven like this for a while. Mm. That's a little bit, a little bit daunting. <laughs> wow, I, I might need to train for this. <laughs> but we we go round our shops, Forbidden Planet, HMV. There'll be Nexus in the afternoon if it's yeah. still there. Um, Afflix maybe. Yeah. So yeah, are you looking for anything in particular? No, I'm not actually. Those are a the most fun ones because mm. anything can happen. And B, the most dangerous yeah. ones, because anything can happen. Yeah. Aye. So, all fun ahead. Now, speaking of Cineworld, which we just did, next time we all meet, you and I will have seen Candyman. Yeah. And we'll have seen Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Seven Rings. Ten. Did I say seven? Yeah. Yeah. Why did I say I seven? Don't know. Anyhow, um, Legend of the Ten Rings. So there's nothing much that we can say about either one of those at this time, but we'll have plenty to cover next time. Uh, what we have seen, but you have not, little one, yeah. is Free Guy. No, I haven't. Why not? I don't know. That free guy, free guy is probably the best kind of depiction of video games in movies. Oh yeah. By far. You you have really good uh, movies that are based on video games like Mortal Kombat, 
Um, I don't really count Ready Player One because that's more about pop culture than video games. It just happens to be in a video game. Okay. A video game that encompasses all of that. Um, but I think as well... What about Ralph meets the inter- uh, breaks the internet? I thought that was a really good movie. I like Ralph. I like Racket Ralph too, but yeah. Ralph breaks the internet to me. I really enjoyed that. That was yeah. that that was good. But I think that with um, Free Guy, there are certain jokes in there. Yeah. You're not gonna get it unless you're a gamer. You'll find it funny, regardless. But there are certain things that you you're not gonna get it. Mm. Well, we did. Um, I did a review of Free Guy a week ago on the Midweek Drive Morning Edition with Richard Fitzwilliams. And I was wondering whether he would actually like the film because he's not a gamer. And some of the in-jokes would probably have been lost on him. And I was wondering how it would play to somebody who's not into this kind of thing. And it actually played very well because he thoroughly enjoyed it. So there is an universal appeal. You don't have to be a gamer to enjoy it. But I think that you're quite right in saying you'll enjoy it more if you do play video games. If you are at least familiar if with If you with, haven't um, played video games. games, you're just going to see it as a Ryan Reynolds Deadpool movie without the language and the mask. No. I remember seeing Tron back in 1982. Oh, I don't like that. When movie. it first came out. And... I didn't know a thing about video games. I played stuff like Space Invaders, Asteroids, but it was on about computers. I had not one clue. In fact, when I first saw Sandra Bullock in The Net, I hadn't really gone on the internet at all, and I remember watching it because it's like an Alfred Hitchcock type thriller with a computer sort of analyst. Um, These days, it's absolutely quaint. But back then, she could, like, select an airplane seat and order pizza on this newfangled thing called the internet. Mm -hmm. And I remember saying, is that even possible? (laughs) You know... (laughs) How far we've come. But Reynolds in this, it's really good. I mean, do you remember Pleasantville? No. The film where... We've never seen it. You've never seen it? No. Because you're mentioning Pleasantville. Yes. As we go after the film. Yes. But neither Tiff nor myself have ever actually seen Pleasantville. Well, there's a bit of that in it. (laughs) A whole lot of Tron. Some Ready Player One. I see nobody's well, going to uh, pick up on this. Okay. I watched a good movie. Oh, oh, oh. And it was called Spencer Confidential on Netflix. It's got Mark Wahlberg in it. Spencer Confidential, okay. Yeah. What's it about? It's about a cop that's just come out of a jail. Yeah, he's been sentenced for so many years yeah. for beating up a person. And he's perceived as a, um, what do you call it, like... Um, uh, like a bad cop, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know what the word would be. But anyway. Could it be bad cop? No, like, um, you know when... Rogue cop? No, not a rogue one. Corrupt? Corrupt, that's the word, thank you. A corrupt cop. Okay. Um, but it's not actually him. And you find that out as the film goes on because he comes out of jail and then the other cops are starting to do like um like drug raid and stuff like that and um another cop dies and he helps the family of right. that other cop to like break out the cr- other corrupt cops that are actually in the in the um department but it's actually really cool where did you see this netflix netflix I was watching a Netflix movie the other day. It's called Sweet Girl. Oh, I want to see that. It's got Jason Momoa in, hasn't it? It has Jason Momoa. Yeah, I want to see that. And one of the reasons that I watched it was, A, I was looking for something to review on this morning's Midweek Drive Morning Edition. Mm. And what caught my eye was the hook is, is Jason Momoa's wife is in the film dying of cancer mm-hmm. but a pharmaceutical company uh, have developed a treatment for this rare type of cancer which they then withdraw so uh-huh. she doesn't get it and she passes away yeah and this is something that really grates my cheese okay. it's one of my triggers because I, I was reading uh, a few weeks ago that there's a treatment for epilepsy, I believe, that was developed by a pharmaceutical company, which literally cost pennies. Yeah. Not dollars, pennies. Yeah. And it could have treated so many people for about a dime a dose. Wow. A dime being ten cents. Yeah. Okay. The pharmaceutical company who developed that was ready to put it on the market. It passed all the tests, and this pharmaceutical company was absorbed by a huge corporation. Yeah. Who raised the price by eight thousand percent? Wow. To make a profit. But there's. There's a long history of companies uh, quashing treatments mm. and cures because a treatment to relieve something, there's more profit in one of those than there is in a cure. Yeah. Because you keep buying it. Yeah. There's more profit in a placebo than there is in a treatment. Something that doesn't really do anything yeah and people will keep on taking it in hope yeah and if with my conditions diabetes and a heart condition i couldn't afford the medicines the tablets that i need if i was living in america no but you'd have like health insurance wouldn't you that would cover part of it (coughs) oh would it i would not have been able to afford my treatment yeah my stay in hospital um you know it's 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 a business and 
it seems more and more that the healthcare, the, the health industry, mm. the pharmaceuticals now, not the doctors and nurses, mm. the, the, the pharmaceutical companies, what we've lost sight of is they are not there to cure us. No. They are there to make a profit for their shareholders. Yeah. Now, so so this is this is what gets Jason Momoa on on a vengeance trail, because he he is absolutely you know destroyed by the death of his wife, mm. and he's got his young teenage daughter with him, and he starts tracking down the chairman of the the board, and there's. A sequence in a subway station in Pittsburgh where he's about to meet a journalist who's got some more inside information about this uh, company yeah. who's taken out by a hitman and he also injures Jason Momoa's character mm. and gets away and then you know obviously there's there's going to be more to the story um, Momoa is still after them with his daughter now on the run as well mm. um, and it's kind of like a a standard vengeance kind of picture mm. and I was I was enjoying it. it I mean I it was heading towards a comfortable seven out of ten for me yeah it was a perfect thing for a Tuesday afternoon it wasn't too taxing it wasn't annoying Remember, I, I wanna, was enjoying I it I want to watch this so yeah. don't, don't ruin it as you get you. into the third act, yeah. there is a plot twist that made it an immediate nine. Oh, okay. Leave it like Leave that. Leave it there. That's where I'm leaving it. Okay. Because both of you need to watch this. Yeah. Stephen, have you got anything that you've watched? Actually, today I've started the Monsters Inc. series okay. on Disney Plus. So, Corrupt Cops. Yeah. People on a vengeance trail, Monsters Inc. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because um, is this Monsters at Work? Yeah. yeah. And go. It's pretty much a sequel to Monsters Inc. Yeah. It literally takes place right after, really. Pretty much, you know, a couple of seconds after the film ends. Yeah. It's. I've watched the first four. There's, I think, ten in season one. Okay. And they've got the original voice cast back for everyone. They've done it in such a way that they don't have to do a Monsters, Inc. 2. But they still could with how sparingly they use Sully and Mike. Yeah. You could still actually do it and just like, have this as a side yeah, story. They're in there, but they're not... They're not the main. They're it's not, not the their main. story. No. no. Okay. No. I haven't watched any of these. Oh, it is really good. I enjoy it. Episode 4 I thought was a bit of a letdown. It seemed... You only started watching it today. Yeah, I've seen four episodes. Don't they not How ten? many episodes are there? Ten. Okay. They're not long. They're about 20 minutes. Yeah, about oh, 20 right, minutes okay. Um, that one I thought, okay, it's... Without going into spoiler territory, I thought... That one was a bit kind of forced down compared to the other three. Mm. Animation-wise, it's 
just like a Pixar film. Yeah. There's no. What? It's not Pixar doing it though. The Pixar are doing it. It's just yeah. it's the same quality levels as their film. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. It's. What I like about it though is that you know when they start doing TV series like spin-off TV series from movies, you've seen it in like Lilo and Stitch and Lion King and stuff like that. It's not. It's not on par with the movie. It's a bit like. Yeah. You could leap. Take it or leave it. Usually, you might put it on the background. I I didn't watch many of them at all because they were just like they didn't catch your attention. But with monsters at work, it's really caught my attention. It's really. But good. they're also doing, and it starts September first. Um, Doug, the dog from Up. Ah, oh, is he gonna have his own little? Series? Yeah, and they're having the same voice actors and characters from oh, Up. I back. like Doug. Squirrel. Where he seems to be at war with the squirrel. Literally, that's the entire point of the show. <laughs> So it's going to be like Tom and Jerry, really. Yeah. There is actually a series that we have overlooked that spun off from something that we all like. I don't know if you've seen it, though. Kids, tell me about Marvel's What If. Oh, I've not seen them. It's okay. Right. For the benefit of Tiff and anybody listening, it's a Disney Plus exclusive. It's an animated series, yeah. and the animation is superb. It takes its cue from the What If comic. That's where we differ. On what, do you think it takes its cue from somewhere else? No, no, the animation. Oh, okay, I, I thought the animation yeah. was excellent. Anyway, we'll go into you and why you're yeah. wrong later. <laughs> why you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's, as the title implies... What if things had gone differently? And I've seen two episodes so far. It's told from Watu, the Watcher's point of view, whose, whose entire existence is just basically to pop up where um, something interesting is about to happen and observe. He's a long-standing character since about 1966, yeah. I think, in the Marvel comics. Um, he doesn't participate. He just watches. So, um, episode one had what if Peggy Carter had had the super soldier serum instead of Steve Rogers? What if the guy who shoots the, the, the doctors and, you know, the Nazi agent that infiltrates where they're giving him this treatment had injured Steve Rogers? Before he had the super soldier serum, and Peggy Carter had gone into that chamber instead and became Captain Carter. Mm. While Steve Rogers, along with Howard Stark, um, go a different route, and Howard Stark uh, creates a very early, a far bulkier Iron Man suit for Steve Rogers, and with Captain Carter. They, they help defeat the uh, the Red Skull. It's the events of um, Captain America, First Avenger, told from a different point of view if one crucial thing had gone another way. Mm. Episode 2, what if Peter Quill never became Star-Lord? What if um, the, the, the ship that kidnapped him 
had landed over Wakanda and taken T'Challa instead. Um, these these episodes have mostly the original voice yeah. actors. Yeah. So you know it it was the same the same people. I mean, uh, the the second episode I think was Chadwick Boseman's last professional work, and the episode yeah. was of course dedicated to him. They've got uh, Samuel L. Jackson back as Nick Fury. Mm. You know it's 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 all pretty pretty authentic. They didn't get Chris Evans no. for um, Captain America, uh, but most of the other actors uh, are in. And I, I think it's interesting. I remember the comic coming out, I believe, in the, the mid-70s. Um, they would do really funky things like, what if Aunt May got bitten by the radioactive spider, <laughs> not Peter Parker? Yeah. So um, the latest ones... Uh, I think it features the Avengers, or what if the Avengers had never been formed, or something. Yeah, something I'm, like that. I'm not quite sure. I haven't seen it yet. I'll catch up with it over this weekend. Um, but I think the animation was great. It very much captures the the look and feel of the Marvel movie universe, except in animation. And now I'm going to turn the mic over to Steve for your objections. Because the one thing I find, I like the concept. And I really enjoyed episode two with Charla and what if he was taking a set of Peter Quill. The first one, however, with Peggy Carter, having seen the Falcon and Winter Soldier series, it's like, okay, we've seen the mantle change enough for one year, thanks. Okay. It's kind of, you know... I like the character Peggy Carter, and I think that would have been better had we not had Falcon Winter Soldier. My main objection with the animation is it's not one thing or the other. It's not like classic um, like 2D animation. Mm. It's not... It's CGI animation, isn't it? It is. But it's not 3D. No, it, it's... The DC animated universe's animation is so spot on. I was kind of expecting something like that. Hmm. Whereas with this, it's kind of... It's good, but it's not one thing or the other. It's just... Okay. Oh, that's controversial. It's alright. I'm, I'm looking to you, <coughs> Tiff, to watch at least one episode and come back next time... Okay. And tell us what you think. I will. Especially now that I've seen the Monsters Inc. series, you see the animation level on that compared to what everything that's. See, I I saw the animation as as bright, vivid, and very yeah. very clean kind of thing. I, I think as well. I prefer if you're going to do kind of animation wise. I'd like it to be one thing or the other. But they kind of. What do you mean, one thing or the other? Well, the our listener wants to the know the colouring of the characters. Yes. And it's like okay, so this is going the classic animation route, but kind of three, just like choose one. Okay. Now then, just before <laughs> we came on the air, and for the benefit mainly of Tiffany, we watched. 
three trailers. Uh, in all fairness, I only needed to watch the first one. And, so, and, and the third, third one. Um, I had seen the third one, just not the latest one. Well, we have updated you, and you are have welcome. Have you seen the that one? Yeah. Yeah, a couple oh, times. Oh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, well, clearly some people have more time on their hands than others. I do this professionally. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, you're on a computer all day. You can download a trailer or two. <laughs> no, um, I'm busy doing Life Like Sims. Life Like Sims? Yeah, I'm basically being paid to do Sims build rooms. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, it's basically the well, best way... It's an interesting way, way of looking at a job. Like, for, yeah. yeah, it's the best way to explain my job because I'm always terrible at explain, explaining what I do. And then Sean actually explained it that way and I was like, that's true, I'm being paid to basically play sims but not actually sims just yeah if anyway. anybody who works with tiff listens to this watch her at all times <laughs> now the first one that we watched was the trailer to eternals um now eternals is a title that i have never read don't know what it's about. I'm intrigued by the trailer. I don't know, is it like Jack Kirby's sort of airy fairy, new gods type things? I found, to be honest, I've read the um, Neil Gaiman Eternals. Okay. And I found it a bit hard to follow. All right. Because I, I'm not sure if it was one that was meant for a second volume. But it never actually happened. Okay. Because it kind of ended on a cliffhanger. When did you get that? I mean... It, that volume um, I bought at the Sci-Fi Weekender, it came out in 2005, I think. See, that's the thing sometimes with graphic novels and omnibus editions. They start them off, sales maybe aren't as good as they think they're going to be, and they leave you in mid-story. Now, all I got from the trailer, and I, I want to see the film, yeah. um, is it takes place after the click and after everybody came back. Yeah. And something that I don't really understand happens as a consequence of that, but that's the trailer doing its job. It has piqued my curiosity. It hasn't told me too much. Angelina Jolie is in it. So, hey, hmm. I'm there. Um, apparently, well, there's a volcano. There may be a tidal wave, and I do like a good tidal wave. Even though you can't swim. Yeah. <laughs> um, but as to what it is, who these people I are... that would scare you more than anything. <laughs> I'm watching from a safe distance. Yeah, but you didn't like 20... Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. Yeah. It's my, one of my favourite movies. Yeah, but I thought something of that was... Um... Oh, no, that's because they've gone deep underwater. And yeah. for some reason, deep war, deep diving um, footage always used to freak me out. Oh, but a massive wave doesn't. No, because I'd be dead instantly. Well, the not sheer instantly, weight of the water it? hitting you at that force... Yes. It would okay. pulp you. You've got hundreds of tons of water just dropping on you. You'd be like pizza. 
<laughs> Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow. Um, Sorry. I can't even remember what I was talking about. <laughs> a tidal anyway, wave. It, something, godlike beings, Marvel. Okay, I'm in. <laughs> what did you get out of it? Um, that it was the same actor from The Bodyguard. What? The Kevin Costner and... Yeah. I've never actually seen that, you know. Oh, I, I quite enjoyed it. Yeah, it, it's on. It was on ITV, but then it went on. It's gone on to Netflix. Okay. Yeah, I know. I seen that. I'd noticed him from somewhere, and he did have quite a few things actually. Because I did a a quick IMDb. Okay. Yeah. What did you get out of it? I really liked it, and that one, the second trailer in particular, was more like the aspects I'd liked from the graphic novel. Okay. Um, my main, the only criticism I had with the graphic novel was, I would have liked to. Have, it kind of ended on a cliffhanger, which I'd have liked to have seen how it was resolved. Mm. Can't you get hold of the actual comics on 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 online? It was, was cancelled. So oh, that that's all there is. That, that's all there is. So he, Marvel. He did say that. Yeah. Yeah, I I I just thought that. You know, your, your graphic novel covers, say, about 12 issues. Then there's going to be volume 2, the next 12. Volume 3, the next 12. No, they just they, they've, with... they've done oh, the Eternal right. series. There's been, there's been other incarnations. Why are they bothering pumping millions into this if it's a failed There have book? been other incarnations, but the Neil Gaiman one, yeah. I've got the entire run. It ended on a cliffhanger, which is why, in a way, it's a bit disappointed Maybe reading it. Maybe that's what they're going to do with the movie. Oh, bummer. <laughs> Right, moving on from that, we also saw Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Oh, that looked good. I watched the first trailer, but I didn't know there was a second trailer. That's because you take your eye off the ball, child. Um, In all fairness, I didn't get a a message with the trailer, so um, that's all on you guys. Oh, so we've got to tell you when there are trailers out Yeah. Oh. You've got to send the link. Good to know. Yeah. Yeah. Got to do all her work for Slipping the ball a bit there. So, Tom Hardy, once again, as Eddie Brock. I do love Tom Hardy. Yeah, we know. (laughs) I'm definitely looking forward to um, Let There Be Carnage. I think that the cat... Well, Venom is a Spider-Man villain in the comics. And Carnage is a far worse version of Venom, um, where the symbiont um, has taken on yeah. uh, a deranged serial killer called Cletus Kasady. Yeah. And he's played by Woody Harrelson, who, let's face it, is the only person who can yeah. play him. And we met Cletus at the end of the Venom movie. Yeah. And this is ostensibly what happens next. Uh, I think it's it's a Marvel horror movie because I I say Marvel, yeah, because Sony are the producers of this film, but the the trailer says, you know, they're making it with Marvel because what I was going to say with Marvel someone Studios. like Carnage, yeah. As much as we love the Spider-Man movies, and we do, you would never get a proper carnage in a Spider-Man movie because 
the age range for Carnage yes. and the age range for Spider-Man to do it properly, a lot of the audience they'd go for would be gone. Because you can't put Carnage in the family market. But, but, having said that, and I'm not disagreeing, <coughs> but you could say the same about the Joker and Batman. Yeah, the... The thing I, I do like Joker. The thing I was going to say as well is, with Carnage, especially more so now, and this is a more Marvel Disney thing. They their movies, as fantastic as they are, they tend to go more for the family market. Okay. Whereas DC. If a character's, if they say, right, we're doing a live action killing joke, right, that's a 15. It's kind of, there's no kind of, um, if the film deserves the rating, it gets the rating. Right. Whereas I think with Carnage, this is the only way we're going to see Venom and Carnage exactly like they are in the comics. Okay. The third one, speaking of Spider-Man, they dropped the 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 trailer to Spider-Man No Way Home. Now, it had dropped in a pirated form yeah. 24 hours before. And Marvel said, it's not ready all the effects aren't there. 24 hours later, yeah, it drops. And what did we make of that, starting with Stephen? Because you thought I was going to say you. I did. (laughs) (laughs) The Spider-Man Far From Home trailer. Um, I liked Black Widow. Um, You know, we're seeing Shang-Chi next week. Yes. And, you know, Eternals is coming out. This is the first... Marvel movie that I've been actually really hyped for since the last Spider-Man movie. But to be fair, yeah, there's only been Black Widow. Yeah. <laughs> what I was going to say was... Yeah, but this seems the most exciting film from Marvel since... Yeah. Spider-Man. Mm, I'm not even going to say Spider-Man. I'm going to say Endgame. Oh, controversial. What I was going to say as well is... Because I think this Spider-Man movie is going to top all the other Spider-Man movies. This kind of feel... All of them? Ever? No, not ever. This kind of... Just this series. Spider-Man in particular, it feels that Black Widow, Shang-Chi and Eternals... It's like, these are the movies that you've got to watch to get to Spider-Man. And they could be mm. fantastic. But it's like, Spider-Man's like, watch these, you get Spider-Man. Yeah, but for me, so, yeah. Really, hang on a second. You're saying that Spider-Man No Way is Home your is your reward for sitting through Eternals, Shang-Chi and Black Widow. Yes. Pretty much. But for me, okay, when you said ever, okay, I would personally say that the original Spider-Man still holds the top rail for me. Yeah. Then it's this Spider-Man. 
yeah. then it's Amazing Spider-Man. I'm like, Amazing so, Spider-Man's okay, I could leave it, I'll well, take what it. What do you think of the notion, then, that we've got Electro and the Lizard from the two Amazing Spider-Man movies popping up as villains in this, and Doctor Octopus and uh, Green Goblin from the Spider-Man series, uh, you know, the, 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 the first trilogy. The first and the Sandman. Yeah. Sandman? I mean, is it too much to think that perhaps Mysterio will, or... What about Venom? Know. What about Venom? No. No. Oh. Not, not yet. Not yet. Imagine... Because at the end of The Amazing Spider-Man 2, they broadly hinted... Yeah. ...that the Sinister Six, or a group of villains, yeah. would be... Because this guy passed the Vulture's Wings... He passed um, Doc Ock's arms. And oh, Dr. Yeah. Octopus, played by Alfred Molina yeah. from Spider-Man 2, is back. Because what I was going to say as well is, I think with Spider-Man, I liked Black Widow. It's a good film. But Black Widow, in a way, I think Black Widow would have been a better film had it come out before Endgame, it to me Black Widow kind of feels it should have. It's five years too late. It, it it's a, mm. it's too late. It's kind of right. We'll put this film in between these two. It, it's it's a good film. It's something to just pass the time, I suppose. Yeah. To like until there's a bigger blockbuster from Marvel. They're yeah, but like, the days of like... their co-joined yeah. things, uh, you know. With with the story arc that's in the background might be over. I think as well. Um, with you saying that, one of the things that I understand, you know, COVID's been a huge part of it. I think with the amount of delays you had for Black Widow, and the amount of delays you had for Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. Yeah. That didn't really help it. I understand from a business way no, that you're, they you're want, absolutely right. that they wanted the money for it. Mm. But these films got hyped up so much that by the time we saw them, they were okay. This is my biggest concern about the upcoming Bond movie. Yeah. Because it was the first one to be shelved and shelved and shelved and shelved. And I'm wondering... Has this been hyped up so much? Yeah. We're now seeing it a full two years yeah. later than we should mm. have. Is it going to be worth the wait? Because that's exactly what I was kind of thinking with Black Widow and Wonder Woman. Had they come out at their time on streaming, however, and I know people don't like that, the, the whole streaming thing. But would they have been better if they just came out on the time? Because one of the things that's actually happening at the moment is some actresses and some actors are threatening now to sue places like Disney+. Plus. Well, Scarlett Johansson yeah. is suing them and they've severed all ties with yeah. her. And normally I would be, you know, backing up the artist yeah. and all this. But not in this case. Because Scarlett Johansson yeah. has been paid. Yeah. Win, lose or draw, she was paid a fee for being in that film. The way they distribute that film is up to them, 
not up to her. She wasn't even a producer. She was hired (coughs) talent to act in the film, which she does. Yeah. Just take the check, love, and keep your mouth shut. You might have a career at the end of this. Because that, mm-hmm. that's what's going to say, especially with... Especially trying to sue Disney. Like, they practically it's, own everything at the exactly. moment, so... I mean, <laughs> she might as well bit? say, yeah. well, you know what? I don't like the way this film's been, been put out there, so I'm going to sue the entire entertainment industry, and no studio in Hollywood will ever touch me. Because I was going to say as well that... Just as well, her character is dead. Yeah, you know, yeah, because now said her... with a bitter tone. <laughs> but now so's her career. Because yeah. the thing is, as well, it's kind of with Spider-Man. You know, you've seen like with like Doc Ock. You know that the performance is going to be fantastic, but he's already done it. Yeah, yeah. Whereas with Black Widow, it kind of it, it really is a case of right. You've watched this. As your award, Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, even his Hello, Peter line in the trailer yeah. isn't my favourite line of his in a movie ever. Why? Throw me the idol, I pass you the whip. <laughs> From Raiders of the Lost Ark. The, for me, so far, the best Spider-Man story I've seen you know, kind of not in comics but in media is not in any of the films. Is it in a comic book? No, I said it's not in the comics. Oh. No, not including the comics. Okay. The Spider Man video game. Right. But speaking of Spider Man stories. Yeah. Tiffany. Mm-hmm. Come and shelter under the tree of knowledge which is your father. I shall drop an apple of knowledge on your noggin. (laughs) Um, Spider-Man Far From Home appears to take a large cue from the comic books. One story in particular. Now, what happened was, um, after Civil War, correct me if I'm wrong, um, everybody knew Spider-Man's identity. Yeah. He had long since been married to Mary Jane. Um, the, the the problem is, even Aunt May knew his identity. Mm. The problem is, from a creative point of view, how do you make these stories interesting? There isn't a big secret no. that needs to be kept from his girlfriend or his wife or his perpetually on the cusp of death elderly aunt. Mm. He, you know, you've lost the entire thing of selling photographs of himself as Spider-Man to J. Jonah Jameson, who just wants Spider-Man out of business. Mm. All, all the fun has gone out of it. So they decided on a reset. And what they did in one of the issues was they had Aunt May shot. She was shot, wasn't she? She was shot. Um, they were going to take a shot at Peter. Mm. And that's when he brought the... They thought that basically he had sent the black suit once and for all into space. Yeah. And he went back to the black suit. But even that, things got really confusing. Yeah. Anyhow, what happened was Aunt May was dead. Yeah. So Peter Parker 
wants everything the way that it was. And the Marvel Comics version of Satan, a character called Mephisto, turns up and says, I can switch everything back, but it's going to cost you. And Peter agrees, and Aunt May is back, but everybody else has forgotten he was Spider-Man. Yeah. Even his marriage to Mary Jane is over. It never happened. Yeah. But he remembers everything, but yeah. nobody else remembers anything. Yeah. And that was the penalty he had to pay. Yeah. So in going to Doctor Strange and asking the same thing, we're now opening up the multiverse where, mm. like with DC and Flashpoint, there are several different yeah. planes of existence. Yeah. Um, this is what's happening here, and how the villains that the other cinematic Spider-Men faced are coming back to face him. Right. Now, the big thing is, even though they've said that they were doing it way, way before this, yeah. because Flashpoint will come out next year, will DC be accused stupidly of plagiarism by toxic fandom? I think they probably I will. I think they will, because one of the things, and it, it is a huge bugbear, is it doesn't matter how strong a film DC put out, they're always accused of copying Marvel. Yeah. Whereas, say if DC's universe started first, then Marvel would be nothing but accused of copying DC. Well, I think that one of the things, and it's in comics as well as in uh, the films, is that Marvel portray themselves as more hip than yeah. DC. Because I think as well, you know, like you say with Civil War, I thought at the time of reading it, it's the uh, it was the best worst thing to do. The best worst thing to yeah, do. Yeah, okay. because you have, you know, you have the superheroes going against each other, and yeah. you have Peter Parker revealed. Once you've done that, you can't go back. You, you can't go unless back. you do a reset like this. And I think a reset, especially with how things have been with you know Endgame, Infinity War. You need something like this, where or opening the multiverse, so that say if, for example, like we said with Scarlett Johansson, they want yeah. to bring in a new Black Widow actress. Yeah. They can. They can just. They've say already got Earth. one. Yeah. They've already got one. Yeah. Um, what do you think of adding Doctor Strange to the Spider-Man universe? It always worked well in the in the comics. That's I think it's going to work well here. It worked really well in the comics. It worked really well in the animated series. Those two have actually been connected for years. They were both created yeah. by Steve Ditko. Now then, Tiff, what do you think? <laughs> Tiffany is looking at me blankly. <laughs> She's about to blow bubbles. <laughs> through her nose. Yeah. I've only seen them in the movies, but... Yeah. Tiff says, yeah. yeah, and with that, there's possibly no better way for us to bring this sterling entertainment that's lasted an hour and seven minutes to a close. So before we go, we need to say a hearty 
Happy birthday to Steve. Thank you. Happy and birthday. from the man himself, it's... Me, Steve. What do you mean? It's me, Steve. I, th I thought we were going to say goodbye. But, uh, that's how we normally close. Yeah, I, I know. I changed it around for you, but I didn't tell you I was going to do it. But that's how I normally close. You're not listening to me, are you? No. It's fair. We'll do it the old-fashioned way. Yes, then. please. It's farewell from me, Steve. <laughs> do you want to say your own goodbye? No, it's over. Adios, amigos. <laughs> oh, good God. And from you forgot to tell them who you are because you're so forgetful. They know who I am. Do they though? Yeah, they yeah. And from me, Robin Pierce. It's stay different, stay weird. Until the next time, keep watching the skies.